Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Untrained Eye, starring Bethany, guest starring DJ. Also, maybe another cameo from our cat. Who knows? But hopefully not, even though we didn't shut the door this time. Well, it is hot in here. Surprise. Not a surprise. Yeah, it's Florida, everybody. It's Florida. And it's winter time. <laughs> yeah, it's a winter time in Florida. So uh, put on your second wife beater and uh, <laughs> cozy up next to the space heater. And <laughs> so put on some socks with your flip flops. <laughs> and let's rock and roll. By the way, I used to post pictures of that, but that's my everyday life. Like I. <laughs> Where I can wear flip flops to work. And Who the bleep did I marry? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna tell you something right now. People that wear socks with flip flops, do you know what they all have in common? They enjoy comfort. Oh, because yeah. I'm gonna tell you something but right now. There is nothing not- more comfortable than socks and then flip flops over those socks. No, uh, but it, it's not uncomfortable for that, like the thing that goes between your toes. Yeah, it's fine. It's great. It's perfect. It's not like an extra weird Hold plastic thing. On. Yeah, holds my <laughs> socks down. I've seen people, not everyone, but I have seen people glance down at my feet and be like, what? Uh, and I love that. That's always good for me. Right. Listen, I like that. I like. Don't forget, DJ, born in Florida. Yeah, the only true Florida man out of all of you freaking yokels that came here after the fact. I mean, most of the real Florida men are not from here. They're like, I'm going to come down here and wreak havoc. Beth, I have a new, uh, I have a new, what's the word, Uh, assignment for you. Uh, Because we, you know, People cover the Florida stories pretty resoundingly here, or at well, least yeah, in our circles. Yeah, we have the sunshine laws. No, I'm. What I mean is, is like we have pod full of sunshine. We have HT and Os. Uh, and if you're listening to any other Florida podcast besides us, I don't know what you're thinking. Unless there's another good one that I'm not thinking of right now, but probably not. I doubt it. There's only yeah, three, yeah. right? Yeah, I can't think of any others that are still active. Uh, Oh, no, Delvin Cox is out of Orlando. Oh, he is? I didn't know that. Okay. Now you know. Yeah, he's Uh, really So there's only four you should be listening to, and two of the four do Florida stories, but your new assignment, Beth, is, because I've had this idea for a while, it's it's Florida man on vacation. So you're going to find... People that go out of state and uh do stupid stuff. You're going to find people... I mean, is there going to be a lot of those? I don't know. It's your assignment. Because, like, it seems like there's a common theme, like, with criminals. Like, I think, didn't Ted Bundy come down here? I knew I'd get the most exposure, so I went to Florida. (laughs) Yeah, and that uh, podcast I was listening to, I don't remember what it was called, but it was about the uh, stem cells or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, one of the places where the people were getting sick was in florida of course it was <laughs> like every time there was some kind of story they're like yeah in florida and also florida <laughs> the florida authorities had a hard time catching up with them <laughs> uh joe rogan just had this uh this comedian from like the generation before uh let me see if i can find his name but nothing was funnier than that old man but by, by the way if you if 
if you're someone that only listens to Rogan when it's someone that you recognize or when it's somebody, you know, more famous, whatever, like a Robert Downey Jr., yeah. you should definitely go outside of your comfort zone and listen to people you normally wouldn't because this dude's name was Don Gavin. And uh, was it Don Gavin? Yes. Uh, was and it? he, yes. Okay. And he, uh, <laughs> shut up. And he. <laughs> Was okay. like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be hard for me to do the show. <laughs> all right, so only when I'm speaking, when the man so, is speaking, all the time. <laughs> what about <laughs> <laughs> stand off? Yeah, <laughs> you knew. I will not. I will uh, out stubborn <laughs> about you about now. <laughs> Uh, no, Don Gavin, uh, he was talking to Joe and he was like, yeah, he was, Joe, I think mentioned about, uh, back in the eighties or whatever, when comics were getting paid in cocaine, he was like, when Bernie Sanders was in his forties, back when Bernie Sanders (laughs) was in his late to mid forties, uh, (laughs) he, uh, (laughs) he was like, yeah, he's like, Asked Joe like he was going to say. He's like, do you know? He's like, I remember the giggles in Tampa. They used to always try and pay you in Coke. <laughs> <laughs> the giggles? Is that a laughing, like a club? Yeah. Is that a laugh factory almost? La- <laughs> you know, one of those laugh factories. Is it a laugh warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it a laugh so it was Costco? Like a comedy club? Mm-hmm. The giggles, huh? Which I thought it was funny. It might have been just called giggles. Doesn't matter. The point is, no matter what, generationally, Tampa slash Florida is known for its debauchery. Yeah. Well, we have a good time in Tampa. We're some um, real debauchers. But do you think that's true? They're like, well, we could give you money. Yeah, that's instead. 100% true. Are you kidding <laughs> Make me? Make us laugh. We'll give you this cocaine. This is the funny part about comedians. Like Comedians think that because their job is cooler than everybody else's, that there are no parallels sometimes to like the common folk. Such as? Such as they're subcontractors. And what do I work with all day, every day for the past 15 years? Subcontractors. But do those guys make you laugh? Yes. Do you pay them in Coke? So- sometimes <laughs> and sometimes. Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, but dude, let me tell you how, like, there is something about people that don't, I don't know, that are just wayward like that, that they all kind of have the same mentality of like, look, man, this is just what I'm doing. <laughs> And just do a line right in front of you, and you're like, all right, I guess I'll just go back to work now. (laughs) But then do you, like, get trying to bribe your landlord with that? Because, I mean, you still got bills to pay. Landlord? Oh, yeah, no. Come on, son. What are you... You think if you're going to do work for drugs, literally just have that exchange that you're worried about <laughs> what your landlord is going to say? Like, oh, yeah, checks in the mail, man. Like, you could have just handed it to me. Uh, I just, I thought we were supposed to be I formal. was out of the post office, <laughs> and, I, and I just thought, you know. I just figured we were supposed to be formal with this stuff. Yeah. I know you're my neighbor and everything. <laughs> I literally could have slid it right under your door, but. Yeah. No, yeah, they're, uh. They were saying that guy was funny. Yeah, I'm saying he was funny, and I'm saying it was hilarious that he was immediately had a Florida story. Who was it? Don Rickles? Don Rickles is what it was. He's back to haunt us from beyond the grave. No, uh, I love Don Rickles, by the way, because he was a freaking jerk, and that was my favorite. Like, a mean old man. <laughs> <laughs> but who was not me? Like, that's the thing, is like... 
he is the... He was very sarcastic. That, like, archetype of somebody who is super mean, but <laughs> everything that everyone had to say about him was he was the sweetest man alive, which oh, yeah. is all of, like, the mean... Like, you hear people say that about Anthony Jeselnik or what's-his-face, uh, Daniel Tosh. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, they seem like they would be nice, but they're observing... <laughs> Well, but even if you listen, like, I didn't hear, I've obviously never heard any podcasts with Don Rickles, but I have heard Anthony Jeselnik speak. I've heard uh, Jeff Ross on podcasts. Like, it's just, they're just, they're just smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Cursed I mean, they're with not, knowledge. They're not working a real job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're smarter than you. <laughs> Uh, Burt Kreischer always tells the same, one of the same anecdotes, and I love it every time, about uh, calling up. Um, Doug Stanhope, mm -hmm. and he's like, "What are you doing?" And Doug's just like, uh, "You know, just sitting around thinking of goofs." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You know, I tried to. I figured that you know, knock knock jokes aren't over." He's like, "I could write a knock knock joke." He's like, "So I'm trying to figure out how to write a knock knock joke," and he's like, "And Bert says he's like, this is our job. We just sit around and try and think of funny things to say." Yeah, no, it is a job, but I mean, you have to come up with, like, you work for months and months and months and come up with, what, like an hour of mm -hmm. material, and then you use that same material over and over again for, what, one hour per night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you sharpen that until you're, it can slice through everyone with every swipe you take. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I just fly around the country and I work for, like, an hour just saying stuff that makes me giggle, <laughs> and then I go home. It's funny because... It With all this cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally ski all the way home. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, I, uh, what was yeah. I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, but you, like, I don't know. I feel like some people still are like, well, being a comedian, anybody could do it. But like, well, think about... true. Think about only being able to work... Uh, I, and it, I would imagine it's, I, I don't know how often a comedian, even high level, gets to do an hour at a time, but imagine only being able to work, being able to try and get good at your job 10 to 15 minutes at a time. Oh, yeah. That's insanity. I mean, if <laughs> they pay like, you. What? All they got to do is go up there and talk? Yeah, but you're only getting paid for that 15 minutes. Well, and just going up there and talking is really hard. Have you tried it? Yeah. <laughs> I have a failed podcast all about it. <laughs> it's not failed. Not yet, but it's it's. Uh, it's I think it's only a failure if you quit. Well, and you did not quit yet. Yeah. Just on break. But speaking of ski vacations... I just got back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beth is a, a real black diamond in the rough. <laughs> yeah. I was not skiing on cocaine. Um, but I went to Tennessee and it is cold. <laughs> like it was cold the whole time. and But it was awesome though. Like my uncle has a lake house. So like maybe if DJ's not working all summer, we can go back <laughs> and visit together. Um, but like well, it was nice. Go ahead. No, you, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, and the good thing is, is uh, we won't have to try and record early. We can just bring the gear and record in the mountains. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, why not? All oh, I, I really need... I guess you could need... check a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I could fit all our stuff in... in a... I could fit my clothes, the laptop, and then the rest of the recording stuff in... That same size bag that I took? Hell yes. Okay. I don't need a like... makeup bag. I don't need... 
Uh, I didn't need that either. I should have just wore my makeup this day of and then not brought that because I did not put on any more makeup while I was there. <laughs> well, I mean, especially if you're like just going to see family, like I'm a big proponent of like just bring what you barely need mm-hmm. and buy what you buy, buy everything else there. But then what are you going to do with that when you leave? Throw it away or give it to the homeless. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I mean, what I are you going to leave it there? But. Bro, what are you going to buy? A toothbrush and toothpaste, a little thing of uh, of hair soap, whatever it's called. Shampoo. Uh, shampoo. And then there you go. Yeah. Done. What else do you need? I don't know. But. I mean, like, I know I don't need anything. That I said everything I need. Toothpaste, shampoo, done. I know the ladies need like toner. <laughs> moisturizer. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> Um, so he can keep looking like ladies. <laughs> um, you can bring tampons and have them double as curlers. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> maybe that's why you're better at packing suitcases. Because you're already thinking of doubling up. No, you know why I'm good at packing suitcases? is because I had a friend that was in the military. And he okay. showed me how to fit... Uh, a house's worth of things into a bag that's the size of your arm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we flew out of a smaller airport this time. It was me and my sister. And, like, if you bring a small bag that fits into one of these, like, small slots, then you don't have to pay for a carry-on. Um, <laughs> but if it fits into the larger slot, then you do. Um, and Which it was one like, did yours fit into? Well, at first, it fit into the larger <laughs> one. So then I went and put on three of my shirts. <laughs> And I was like, okay, now I can make it fit. And then they didn't even check it. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sweating in the shirt. Um, but it was hot in Florida. And then when we got to Tennessee, though, it was in the 30s. So, like, I was kind of glad I did that. And then um, on the way back, I didn't bother. I was like, oh, the bag looks like the right size. They're not going to check it. So I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> and then th- they didn't check it? No, they didn't check it. That would be hilarious if they did. They were like, but, oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, but it was a smaller airport. Like, uh, it was out of St. Pete, and we flew with Allegiant, and I think I booked the trip, like, two months in advance. So the tickets were only, like, $90 each for uh, both ways. So it was pretty a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just crazy that we were just flying. And, like, I always get a little bit nervous when I'm like, well. <laughs> Especially, like, um, like when we got to Tennessee, the when they, like, touched down, it was kind of like the right side of the plane touched down first. And it was like, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it, like, both sides landed. But you could feel it. Only one side was like, bang. And then they both came down. <laughs> Dude, I saw a video last week. Uh that I whatever I didn't bring it up because obviously no one can see it and I forgot about it until you just said that which is this plane literally it was coming in sideways like and it was like a passenger jet and it was it wasn't completely sideways but it was so sideways that I was like okay all those people that say like oh all the pilot has to do is land and and uh take off and that's they don't have to do any flying up there like hey man (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes they have to land sideways <laughs> oh yeah and like whenever we were coming back it was like rainy so it was very cloudy mm-hmm. i'm like how could they even see <laughs> like because i couldn't see out the window practice bro <laughs> mm-hmm. did but, you just hear me breathe in just then like my throat didn't like, want to <gasps> do it It was like <gasps> yeah i didn't know what that was 
Um, that was my tongue getting in the way of air. <laughs> yeah. But it seemed like on the way there, it only took us like an hour because I tried to listen to our podcast to like... Uh, Vet it. <laughs> yeah, to see if it was okay. <laughs> see if anybody said something too dumb near the end. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but I only got through like an hour of it and I started it right as soon as we took off. But on the way back, <laughs> like I heard the whole thing. So I don't know why it took longer to get back. I don't either. And it was delayed. Like it seemed that... Like, on the way there, it seemed like it was just like, wham, bam, you're there waiting at the airport. Because my cousin's flight came in a little bit later than ours, so we had to wait for her to get there um, before they came to pick us up. (laughs) (laughs) So we, like, went and had dinner, and then we were just waiting. But it seemed like everything was, like, quick, like, rapid. And then on the way back, we got there early. Then the flight was delayed, and they were just, like, sitting in the airport for, like, two or three hours. And then uh, getting... The ride back on the plane or whatever was like two hours and then couldn't find DJ. <laughs> no, shut up. Like, I got there early. Well, it's funny because I got there. I was glad it worked out like it did because I wasn't sure I was going to make it there on time. But, uh, dude, so uh, might as well bring it up now. Uh, Kobe Bryant, like, I want to say just a few hours before we started recording, uh, got into a helicopter crash and died along with four other people. Uh, and it turns out one of the other people on the plane was his uh, oldest daughter. Yeah. Which is crazy and sad because like just being on a plane, I'm like, whoa. Well, it was, it's funny because you know, when it was, and it's not funny, but it is because when it was, Kobe Bryant, when it was a bunch of adults that died, uh, and there was like a couple people that joked about it or whatever, like it was funny. Like, you know, Tony Hinchcliffe immediately came out savage on it. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. Finding out that his daughter died too, it was like, uh, seems like sad. Like, do you know how old she was? She was 13. Okay, so she hasn't lived her life yet. That's exactly a little bit. I ju- I just had to like turn off Twitter because so many people were talking about it that it was like it was getting to me. Like I don't know Kobe Bryant. I don't know basketball. I I had to look up when he started and stopped playing because when you asked me if he was still playing, playing. basketball, yeah, because we don't. I said people. no, but I didn't really know. Was he still playing? <laughs> no, he stopped in 2016. But he started in 1996, uh, which is crazy because I was like three, four, five, I was 13 when he started. Oh yeah. Uh, but he was—I think he was only like 41 or 43. Now. Oh, that's young. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just uh, <sighs> something. I don't know. Something about also the kid dying too was just very makes it more tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's crazy though, because I mean, clearly it can happen to anybody. Obviously, and but you just. But it's crazy though, thinking of like going up into a helicopter because like people go up in them all the time, or planes, or whatever. But like, if something goes wrong, it's not like there's much you can do. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> like me and my sister were sitting by the exits or whatever mm-hmm. because there's more leg room there <laughs> and they had to come over and like give us <laughs> the tutorial <laughs> on how to like dislodge Save everybody. <laughs> yeah, dislodge the window and then like pull a string that puts a slide out. 
and then jump out once it's out. And was You're your like, sister like, uh. Yeah. Well, on the way there, she sat by the window. I'm like, well, <laughs> if something happens, this is your job. <laughs> and on the way back, I did. Um, but they're like, look out the window. If it's not safe, don't. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny that we have a driving test, but not a, hey, man, you need to be cognizant enough to look out the window and know if it's safe. Be like, hey, the plane has crashed. What do you mean know if it's safe? Nothing's safe anymore. Well, there's like <laughs> fire or something out there. Can I tell you something, Beth? Something real important? Yeah. If the plane has crashed, I'm opening everything and getting the <laughs> hell out of there. There is no chance that I'm like, oh, well, it's dangerous. I'm like, hey, guys, it's dangerous out there. I'll see you on the ne- the other side. Woo-hoo! And I'll be out. <laughs> yeah. You guys can have your time on the plane breathing into a mask that's slowly putting <laughs> you to sleep, I'm sure, yeah. to drown out the death gargles of everyone around you. Uh, but nope, me, I'll be sliding to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sliding to freedom. So... Uh, but yeah, Jesus, man, that is, uh, shocking, very shocking. I don't know. It's because maybe it's just because I don't know why. Cause again, don't care about this guy at all. Like, it's not like I, it's not like I was a diehard basketball fan for, I think he played for the Lakers. That's how much I know about him. I know people were like, you know what's funny is I follow this guy, Brant Tobler, and because you follow people on Twitter, sometimes you'll see stuff that other people like. And I saw last night that he, I guess, LeBron James uh, beat Kobe Bryant's score of something. I don't know what it was. Oh, he just did it? Uh-huh. And he and I saw that Brant Tobler had liked uh, Kobe Bryant's tweet of like congratulating LeBron James. Yeah, and that was somebody made that point too that that was the last thing that he like the last thing that he put out on social media was congratulating LeBron on beating his score. So I don't know. It was just like it kind of like reminds me like when Leonard Nimoy died. I remember like he had some kind of weirdly prolific uh, tweet. I wonder if his Twitter is still active. See if I can find that. But I don't know. It's just it's just very strange. Yeah, because you don't expect someone that famous to die, but I mean, I guess they do. Well, maybe well, not to die like that, way. yeah. Yeah. They're like Aaliyah. How do you imagine you spell Leonard? <laughs> Is it L-E-O-N-A-R-D? Leonard? Maybe. <laughs> Is it? Uh, The first thing that comes up is Leonardo. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> No, I was just going to say, yeah, that is how you spell it, L-E-O-N-A-R-D, N-I-M-O-Y. Yeah, but I don't know. I was a huge fan of Aaliyah, and then when she died in a plane crash, like, I was really sad about that. And for a long time, I didn't like Sierra because I thought she was trying to take her place. (laughs) Sierra! Yeah, (laughs) which she's really good. (laughs) (laughs) But at the time, I was like, nope. You were like, if you make this promise to me, I'll make it back. <laughs> and now you have to do DMX because he goes on the. Har, har! <laughs> no. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but Leonard Nimoy, the last thing he put was a life 
is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. Live long and prosper. That dude, whatever, man. So, anyway, that is the... I can't talk about this anymore because... but I, You don't know this, Beth, but before the show... I didn't know if I was going to be able to do this show. Because I was just, I don't know. I just got suddenly very emotional about the whole thing. Because there's still three more kids. I did find out he had four daughters. Uh, So there's the three kids left and the mother. And it's... uh, Yeah, it's Knowing what the aftermath is like, it's not... uh, It's definitely not going to be great. Right. (laughs) So I... uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's really sad. But uh, we watched that Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. What did you think of that? Uh, I don't know. I thought it could have been better. But, I mean, it was definitely interesting because there was a lot of stuff I didn't know. Um, Like that he had been involved in more crimes or whatever, more murders. Or he was a suspect in more murders <laughs> because wasn't he acquitted or... Something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just weird that they are, like, blaming that all on his sexuality. Because I don't... Maybe that was a contributing factor of him being like that, but... Or killing that guy. Maybe he found out something he didn't want him to know. But it just seems crazy in this day and age to be that what good you were gonna say something no no no. go ahead just go okay uh i i don't know i lost it because i was trying to wait for you to finish (laughs) okay well i guess i'm a jerk then (laughs) anyway it just seems weird to be i guess that ashamed of who you are if that's what his motivations really were yeah i don't know i think that it because he wasn't close with his mom. I think it's and op- his dad was dead. I think it's opposite now. Like where it used to be, you could just be openly homophobic to anybody at all times, uh, and behind closed doors is when you could be like, "I'm actually okay with them." Like now, <laughs> it's the exact opposite. Like it's uh, out in the open, people are, "Oh, I love everybody. Everyone's all the same." And then behind closed doors, they're like, "If you ever." Bring a boy home. I will effing murder you and pull your tongue right out of your face or something. I don't know. Whatever people say. Yeah. That's threatening. Uh, And just say the worst things to them. I guarantee you that's what it is. Uh, Because that's just, I don't know. That's just the way that we are. We like to hide things. But, (laughs) like, for him, like, being as successful as he was as a football player, like, he thought he could literally get away with murder, but he couldn't get away with being... Uh, into guys. Well, maybe he thought that was a worse fate. What's worse in someone's mind being known, like people are known to be murderers. Like we, we historically love murderers. The better looking you are, the more charismatic you are, the more we want to wonder why you're so brooding and weird. We want to just be like, oh, he's so, I mean, I bet I I could change him. I know he's got those (laughs) Those sweet, sweet Bushimi teeth, but that uh, Dahmer boy, he is fine. <laughs> oh, did he have snaggle teeth? Which was the one that had the crazy teeth? 
Was it Ted Bundy? Maybe it was Ted Bundy. I don't know. He also had a unibrow, by I, the way. I know one of them had <laughs> crazy teeth, and the boat doesn't matter. Dahmer and the other one, they were like, fine. And it was like, no. By no standard were those guys good looking, unless you're like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they are hideous, though. Like, um, like for the time, I think Jeffrey... Well, not Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy or whatever was attractive for that time period. Now, not so much. And Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't think he was unattractive either, which makes it even more puzzling that they were so dark. My thing is this. I got like 30 to 45 minutes into the first episode of that Aaron Hernandez thing. And then I remembered something, and then I didn't care about the any of the rest, what any of the rest of it. I remembered that uh, we breed people to take, uh, go up to the line of murder, and be like, "All right, here's what we want you to do, sports people. We want you to almost murder the other team." So that we can win. Do yeah. everything to win. Sacrifice everything to get the V, the W, whatever we're calling it these days. Do it. Uh, and you have these people that are uh, specimens among specimens. Like, you don't know anyone that is like somebody in the NFL unless they're in the NFL. <laughs> like, anyone you know that you're like, oh, wow, he's tall enough to be a basketball player. Yeah, but he's not. He's not a basketball player because he doesn't even sort of possess the genes that would make him be a whatever it is. Uh, An Uncle Drew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ain't no uncle. You don't know Uncle Drew <laughs> unless he's retired and old and gray. Uh, and yeah, we have these guys that were like, hey, man, what we want you to do is be peak. You need to be peak self, and but only physically, uh, because clearly it doesn't seem like there's any emphasis on having those guys be at their peak mentally as well. They're just like, we need you to be peak physical, and we need you to do whatever version of killing the other team is without actually killing them because this is live and everyone can see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I think they have like therapy they can have access to but i mean who's gonna do that unless they're being forced really or unless they think they really need it but like in his case like he was being bred into that like uh boys will be boys type oh well we'll just sweep it under the rug because we want this team to win and he's a integral part of that so like and that started where everyone here in florida (laughs) (laughs) He was a gator. University of Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Can't escape it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But there's, I don't know. There's just, you can't have people like that. And then you can't have modern day gladiators and expect them to not have murderous tendency. It's like the people, it's like when people see the uh, PETA or whatever gets their hands on uh, slaughterhouse videos or whatever. And there's people that are like abusing the animals in there. Yes, that is terrible. Yeah, but also, terrible. what kind of person do you think is like, yeah, you know what I'd love to do? Make a career out of be uh, being a slaughter guy at the chicken house where I just kill thousands of animals a day. Like, you're, it's the same you're kind of mentality. Damaged. Like, you're, you, you can't, you can't be that, dr- like, 
there's a reason why not everyone is in the NFL is because not there's a such a small percentage of people that have the combination of genetics and drive and mental capacity to be able to deal with uh, whatever just all of it together that. Well, and that's another thing they were talking about on that documentary is uh, CTE, which I don't know what that stands for. So if you want to look it up, I will. But it's like where they get brain damage from their brain, like knocking around in their school when they're getting hit by these big guys. So like they're saying that in that documentary, they were saying that um, like that causes like diminished like uh, thought process, like Maybe you'll have a rash reaction without thinking it through. I'm going to tell you what it is, but I'm not going to be able to pronounce the E part. Okay. Chronic traumatic encopathy. Let me see. There you go. Encephalopathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it says it's a a progressive degenerative disease of the brain found in people with a history of repetitive brain trauma, often athletes, including symptomatic concussions as well as symptomatic subconcussive hits to the head that do not cause symptoms. So they might have no idea that they even have that. Well, can I tell you something that uh, ever since people started talking about CTE that has freaked me out uh, is I've had two pretty big shocks to the dome in my life. Like one, I got, well, actually three, if I think about it. One was I, my mom was kicking a soccer ball to me and I jumped in the air to try and like grab the ball because it went way over me and I had no chance of getting it. But I fell backwards and hit my head on a, like a, a PVC pipe that was kind of like out of the ground a little bit. Uh, that was that went to our pool and it it did it split my the back of my head open. I had to Jeez. get a couple of stitches. Uh, how old were you? I was less. The, the first two were less than ten. I can't remember how old I was. But then I, the second time was I we were playing kickball and this kid Charlie who was a real son of a bitch hate him uh, <laughs> because he was like the Nelson. Okay, oh, he was. Like- yeah, he was like some for some reason his parents let him wear like boots. Like they steel weren't steel toe, toe boots, but they no. looked like steel toe <laughs> boots. Uh in like elementary school. And we were playing dodgeball and the ball went to like home plate or whatever and I like slid and grabbed it and I was like sitting on home plate with the ball and he tells the story as he was dodgeball trying dodgeball or kickball. Dodge kickball. Okay. Kickball. I said dodgeball, but I meant kickball yeah sorry it's the cte acting up again Mm. uh but he says that he tried to kick it out of my hand but he kicked me in the side of the head so hard that it like it cut on my temple and i was bleeding all the way down my face like onto my chest like crazy like did he get in trouble no I was the bastard in school, Beth. Oh. I pretty much got my... I'm sure most teachers were like, he got his just desserts <laughs> he on He deserved that one. it. Yeah. I, like, I was <laughs> he always... He must have been doing something. He probably did something to old Charlie. <laughs> Love old Charlie. And then the third time, I'm sure I've talked about on the show, is when I got hit by a minivan at age oh, like yeah. 15 and landed on my face. And I've always wondered since then if like... I would love to have talked... I would love to talk to my friends now that knew me that like Todd, like Todd, but 
we were both always crazy. So, it, like, I, I'm going to ask him about it and see if he thinks you're a different person. Well, you can ask him. But here's the thing that might color that as well is that was, what, a year after, not even a year after my dad died. So when I got hit by the car. Mm -hmm. So I think those were like less than 12 months apart, those two things happening. So I wonder if maybe something, maybe something big did change in me that people just associated with, Oh, well, he's just weird because his dad died. Maybe. Um, but I don't, I mean, maybe you did suffer some kind of brain damage, but I don't think like CTE because I think it's like repetitive hits to the brain whenever it hasn't had time to heal. Like you're going back out there on the field again. All right. Well, I guess my trauma is, uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's not traumatic news. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> guess I'm not tra traumatized and, enough. I mean, if you were a different person, I'm glad that you're not that person now. Because maybe we wouldn't be together. Yeah, but maybe we would and I wouldn't be so weird. <laughs> then we wouldn't be together. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I saw uh, this thing on Twitter. I didn't get a chance to read or watch anything, but it says the voice of a three thousand year old Egyptian priest was brought to life. Uh, I heard people clowning on that. I didn't even, I didn't listen to it. But if you have, no, I don't. Ugh. Well, maybe I do. Well, tell so it us. It says about researchers it. <laughs> say they've mimicked the voice of a three thousand year old Egyptian mummy by recreating much of its vocal tract using. Medical scanners, 3D printing, and an electric, an electronic larynx. Larynx. Huh? Larynx. Larynx? Yeah. Why what? are you correcting me on words like that? Because it's what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, sorry. I thought we were diminishing each other's experiences now. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Let's see. Rude. Is it rude? It is rude. I don't think so. I think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah, but... Is that it? Is that all it said? It says, British scientists have scanned a mummy, creating a 3D printed replica of its vocal tract. A single sound was reproduced and turned into an audio recording. That's the dumb... The Egyptian priest known as uh, up until now hasn't spoken for 3,000 years. Thanks, the Telegraph. What a stu... <laughs> hey, I'm a mummy. What if that was... What if we didn't know it, but that was the way that they were going to spread the mummy curse? They were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and why wouldn't they have it say something? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense at all. Like it just had to say, meh. So wait, does that mean if they 3D printed my larynx that they could make a... Shut up. <laughs> that they could make a... Uh... They could just do my voice? Be like, hey, I'm DJ. No. And how do they know I don't talk like that? Hey, hey guys, is the untrained eye. Uh, uh. Meh. All right, moving on. <laughs> a 3,000-year-old Waluigi was brought back to life today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so Dolly Parton. 
Uh, yeah, it says Dolly Parton inspires social media challenge. Days after her 74th birthday, the legendary Dolly Parton accidentally created a new viral challenge. Show off your different personalities on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Tinder. She captioned it, get you a woman who can do it all. <laughs> and then if you see the pictures, the LinkedIn one, is it's like a business uh like networking mm-hmm. site or whatever so she's wearing like a a nice a nine to five a nine to five <laughs> outfit yeah and then facebook she's just wearing like a casual sweater <laughs> instagram it's more of like a country like uh like a country and western <laughs> yeah it's like a country and western but it's like a a picture like uh i don't know what it would be called and like then tinder more... let me guess oh sorry go ahead like it looks more like a photo shoot kind of picture. All right, I want to guess Tinder. Okay. Is it a picture of Jolene? Mm, it could be. <laughs> a- apparently, she was a Playboy bunny, maybe because that's oh, what it's a picture okay. of her in a little suit. That's hilarious. So I think it's cute. The best one of those that I saw because everyone has decided to jump in on that. But the best one I saw is somebody was like, "Did I do it right?" And they just put the icon of LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> and Tinder. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is the only one that I prefer. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think it's cool though. Uh, let's see. What do I have here? Uh. Do you care about this at all? Some Ugandan girl got cut out of a picture for climate change. Does it say why? Uh, People say racism. I say it's because you can't tell the difference between someone who, like, they have one, two, three, four, five girls, one including Greta Thunberg, Thornberg, Thunderberg, uh, Thunderclaps, Mm. whatever her name is. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, to me, it's like, hey, we got a bunch of amateurs, and we cut one of the amateurs out. Just so happened it was a black girl. But is there more black girls in the picture? No. Of course, it's all white girls. So they only cut out the black girl. Yep. Why didn't they cut out the white girl on the other side? Was she at the end? She was was on one of the ends, yeah. She was on the left side. And uh, I don't know. So I'm confused. Here's the thing, like the little bit that I read about it, like this girl, she's a 23 year old girl from Uganda that was inspired by Greta. So hasn't even been doing it as long as her is how I read that. And like, what does Greta actually know about all of this other than to speak with a little more authority than most 17 year olds do? Like being able to speak well, what was that guy? What was that guy that, uh, wait, let me, I can do this. Beth, do you have faith in me? What was what guy? The guy that he was like a preacher and he had had like a little bug in his ear and his wife would, uh, be like, uh, Bethany in the front row. The uh, Bakers. She really likes Coldplay. If you could just mention that, she would probably think Jesus was with us right now. Was it Tammy Faye Baker and what was the guy's name? Johnny Faye Baker. I don't know his name, but yeah, I think that's who it was. And whatever. If you don't know who it was or if that wasn't who it was, I don't care. I think that's who it was. But to me, it's Jim Baker. It's just another version of that. Like that guy had some information, uh, see the Bible, and then 
just spoke with authority and everyone was like, well, there you have it. Well, and do you think this is getting that more attention for that picture than it would have gotten? Because they're like, they're racist. Yeah, well, and it's the, it's it's just the, I think it was the, uh, the Associated Press that did it. So it's not like... Like, why did they cut someone out anyway? Well, be, my guess would be one of two things. Either it is exactly what it sounds like, how racism. it's being reported on, <laughs> racism, or more likely, they were like, we don't know which one of these idiots we're actually supposed to put in the picture. Do any of them actually know anything? Does it matter if we just showed a blank space? Well, why wouldn't they put them all in then? I don't know. Why I mean, would they put any like of them in? We can't doctor photos now, like make them bigger. Uh, excuse me. I saw the picture of our great and powerful president, Donald Jefferson Trump. What does that mean? Uh, when he was back when he was training to be a boxer, okay? Oh, okay. And he was glistening and abbed up. But I'm saying, like, it's not like they can't make the picture bigger or smaller so they all could fit. Like, I want to know why they cut her specifically. Well, let's see what CNN has to say about it. Maybe they will say something, maybe they won't. The Associated Press news agency has apologized after cropping a Ugandan climate activist from a photo where she had posed with her white peers after a press conference in Davos, Switzerland. Climate change activist Vanessa Nakate... N-A-K-A-T-E, however you would say that. Oh, probably like Larence. Larynx. Probably Larence. Probably Lawrence. Uh, Larynx. How do you see it? Larynx. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa Larynx said she was invited to attend... <laughs> Invited to attend a youth climate science event. When news coverage of the event emerged, she noticed she had been cropped out of a photograph where she appeared alongside, uh, they put alongside twice, activists Greta Thunberg, Isabel Axelessen. Axelessen. A bunch of people with stupid names. Louisa Nuebler and Laukina Till. Jesus. Get some names, people. Listen, people all have a lot of bad things to say about America, but we have names like Mark. <laughs> we have names <laughs> like... Uh, just... Anyway, our most complicated name we have is, hey, there's Melinda. Is like, that? Oh, my God. That's three syllables. I think you're being racist. Is that racist? Is that our most complicated name in America? I'm going to guess no. A fine American names racist. Well, how is that racist? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that uh, other people are born here in America that come from other countries and still name their kids with those out of country names. What? But what they're born <laughs> in America, so they're Americans. <sighs> Anyway, Racist. we're a melting pot. This is the very <laughs> first time in my life that I understood the definition of the word racism. Mm. Mm, relax with that. Mm. Said, listen, <laughs> being cut out of a picture, I'll give you, I'll give you, maybe it was a, uh, uh, rate, what's the word? What? Tell me. I'm just bored with the story. <laughs> well, is it racism or not? Why did they cut her out of the photo? We don't know. <laughs> Okay, fine. Nakata Nakate confronted AP about the incident on Twitter, writing, "Why did you remove me from the photo? Why did you remove me from the photo? I was part of the group." 
In a video statement published online, she said, I see the photos and I clearly see how I was cropped out of the photos. Blah, 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 blah. No one cares. It's the same thing over and over. In a statement released on Friday, AP executive editor Sally Busby apologized for the incident. So no, there's no explanation. They do strive, though, Beth, uh, to accurately represent all the news they cover all over the world. In Switzerland? Including in Switzerland. Okay. We train our journalists to be sensitive to issues of inclusion and omission. We have spoken internally with our journalists, and we will learn from this error in judgment. Boo. Eat farts and turds. Gross. Um, so, should we move on to something more racy, but not racist? <laughs> uh, we can make it racist. Should we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go down that path again? <laughs> Beth, I love eating uh, plates and plates of crow. <laughs> oh. We'll get a fork. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's something. Yes, please. All right, Michelle Carter, who was convicted of convincing her boyfriend to kill himself, is being released from jail. Sounds like her boyfriend was a nerd. Well... In the court trial or whatever, they had all these different text messages, which I want to see if I can find them. Now, before I go off on this boyfriend, because I want to, mm -hmm. was there something going on with him uh, and his mental capacity? I'm not sure. But it well, says, here's some of the text messages. It says, you said you were going to do it. Like, I don't get why you aren't. Um, hang on. Like, I feel played. Was I played? Who was played or whatever? I thought you really wanted to die, but apparently you don't. I feel played and just stupid. You're going to have to prove me wrong because I just don't think you really want this. Like, kept on, like, pushing and pushing him or whatever until he finally committed suicide. So she went to prison, I guess, for, I don't know if it was second-degree murder. Uh, she, was it for second degree talking? Because I don't know if these judges in the jury has ever heard of a place that I like to call Twitter, but people are urging folks to kill themselves a lot on there. Well, okay. It says the Massachusetts woman convicted of involuntary manslaughter for persuading her boyfriend, Conrad Roy, to kill himself is set to be released from prison early on account of good behavior. So, how crazy is that, though, to talk someone into killing theirself? Uh, yeah. Because I would guess that he would have to have some kind of depressed mental uh, status or whatever to be convinced that that's a good idea. So, people are, because I, I, I read the headline but didn't care to go into it, but people must be, like, not a fan of this, right? This happening, her being let out? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean... I didn't pull the crowd or anything, but. <laughs> well, because it seems like, uh, you know, obviously I didn't even care enough to, to go into it, but it's. But that's crazy, though, because all these kids are being like cyber bullied and, and stuff like this. And this girl like mentally manipulated this kid until he killed himself. Oh, he was a kid. How old was he? I don't know. I shouldn't have said kid. Oh, <laughs> I guess sorry. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's see if it says on this. Or maybe how old she was. Because you said they were dating, though, or that she was just uh, bullying this person. Yeah, no, I think they were dating. Like, what's her name? I'll just Google that, and it'll be easier to find instead of trying to search through uh, Twitter. Were you just playing Snoop Dogg for No, it was somebody talking about the case. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, because I, you what? I don't know. Okay. So she's 23 now and she served 11 months of her 15 month prison sentence. So she's not getting out that early. That's it. Yeah. He was 18 in 2017. So. I'm sure that there is something that I'm not thinking of, but like, can you get in trouble? Can I, could I get in trouble, Beth, if I convinced you to go and like rob a bank? I mean, I would guess so. Like, would How, you be though? considered like the mastermind or something? Or, no, but what if I just was like, because I, again, I don't know this story, so I don't know if she was like, put, pour the, stuff into your drink and then drink it drink the poison or she was like shoot yourself or whatever but like if she how i imagine it to go is why don't you just kill yourself and then he eventually did and if i was just like why don't you just rob that bank why don't you just get the money in that bank and rob it and bring it and do whatever with it like can i actually get in trouble for that like why is it that i i is, is it terrible that I convinced you to go and rob a bank and maybe you get killed in the process or whatever? Uh, or is it a decision that you made? Okay, here we go. It says, in February 2012, Carter and Roy began a long-distance relationship through text and phone calls in 2014. Carter, who was 17 at the time, sent Roy a series of text messages over a two-week period encouraging him to kill himself and berating him whenever he expressed hesitation. Carter asked Roy when he was going to kill himself more than 40 times, if you don't do it now, you're never going to do it, she wrote. People who commit suicide don't think this much. They just do it. Roy, who had a history of mental illness and had previously tried to kill himself, died by suicide in his truck outside of Kmart in Fairhaven, Massachusetts on July 12, 2014. So, well, there you have it. I now feel bad for what I said, but I still don't know. It's just odd. Like, it's crazy to me that that is a thing. Like, I don't know. I just can't. Well, I mean, people are susceptible to persuasion, especially if they have a history of mental illness. So it's crazy because I feel like scared of fake news. But like if somebody kept on like trying to tell you to do something like that over and over again, I mean, if you're already depressed. Well, and that's where like that's why I asked if there was like any mental illness with the guy, because it's like if all of a sudden tomorrow you started being like, uh, you need to kill yourself. (laughs) Like I would be like, okay, and I would just take my xbox and leave (laughs) like there there would be no there would be no like she asked me 40 times like i would be like i'm out now (laughs) yeah but what if i said that as a joke 
Well, <laughs> to get the ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Haha, you should just kill yourself. <laughs> uh, I would still be very weirded out by that because <laughs> even you joking about it now, I'm like, no, I don't like that. You've no. never done it, and I don't. No, because that's a, that's aggressive thing to joke about. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree, but like, I couldn't. I don't know what kind of situation that I could be in, even with like my ball bustiest friends that I would be like, yeah, <laughs> and also kill yourself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny when we joke about that thing you should do. I think do. I <laughs> joked about that, like not in that way. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go kill myself now. <laughs> That's different. Like, uh, like if you Is are, it? yeah. <laughs> uh, like, well, I mean, it's just a joke. Like my, but if you're saying it about yourself, like my second showing on podcast of the round table is like, I'm going to go kill myself now. <laughs> so. so like, that's how I felt, but not like, but like, I wasn't saying that I was going to try to ease that in on you, but that's how people do. They start like manipulating. They're like, Oh, what can this person handle? I'll just say this and see how weird they think it is. And if they don't think it's weird, then I'll just do it a little bit more, or go a little bit further. Until I'm really driving the point home, whatever it is I want them to do, like R. Kelly. That's so funny because I heard two different people. I heard this like former federal agent or something. I can't remember his name or what he actually did. He was on Rogan, and then there was a uh, on your mom's house. They had a guy that was a former prison guard that mm-hmm. is a, also a comedian. And that seems right. They both said something that was. Uh, the same, but they said it in different contexts. Like the federal agent guy was talking about how you get a an asset, and you do it by like asking, like say, like I started working with you at your job, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> I needed something that uh, I just needed something like some some piece of paper or some some information that I wouldn't normally have access to but wasn't off limits. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, Beth, do you have the this paper for that? Uh, Or do you know anything about that? And if you are like, yeah, I know about that. And let me let me see if I can what I can do for you. And then you bring me that little bit of information. Like now I know that you are a little bit task oriented and you want to be helpful. So I can I'll be able to uh, eventually just keep building on that until I can get you to start giving me uh, access to or giving me actual like hard information on stuff that uh, definitely I should not have access to, but I've already built up that trust with you. Right. And the prison guard guy said pretty much the same thing. He's like, you don't have people that just start out asking, like, hey, can you bring me in some drugs, man? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they start out with something small like salt. Yeah. Like, hey, can you bring me some salt? And you're like, ah. And He's like, once you... Once they see that you'll do that, he's like, they'll just, uh, that's when they'll start going bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was just funny to hear that, like, that that logic, like, who knows how long the government tried to figure out that logic that, like, uh, inmates just know inherently. Like, some people that get arrested, they just know inherently. Like, that was the the thing that they were saying. They were like, uh, the guy was saying on your mom's house, he was like, he was like, a lot of these guys, or maybe it was Christina, was saying a lot of these guys could, like, they're just CEOs that decided to do it uh, with something illegal. 
Yeah. <laughs> so instead of being able to be like out up front and you know, working on Wall Street or whatever, like they're just doing it on the street and it's with drugs or whatever else, but they're just as smart. And it's just, I don't know. It was funny to see those two things come up within like a couple weeks of each other. That same kind of info. I'll allow you to put that on silent. <laughs> yeah, my family. <laughs> Not sure how many times I have to tell them we record on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know why we started talking about that, but I'm sure that anecdote was interesting to everyone who heard it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry you had to hear it. Sorry you had to hurt it. <laughs> now, I do think that is interesting. Like behavior or whatever like what people can talk other people into doing and like how they can manipulate them because i think it's terrifying dude okay i was just thinking about this because when i heard that uh your mom's house episode and i started thinking about like oh i do that too because part of the reason why i wear sunglasses at work is it's many fold uh you know the first of which is obviously protection from the sun i don't want that sun in my eyeballs uh, but secondly, I don't want people knowing what I'm looking at. <laughs> I don't want you to know where, where my focus is. Like, you don't need to know what I'm thinking about. But the main thing that I've noticed by accident is that, uh, what I do is I will, when someone comes to talk to me, the, even if they're aggravated slightly, they're immediately diffused because I will wait like, like 10 or 15 seconds into the conversation to take my sunglasses off so that I can look right into their eyes. And something about the action of taking the sunglasses off and making sure I'm making full eye contact with them. Like I, I would say nine times out of 10, anytime there is about to be some kind of, you know, someone being agitated, it's almost immediately diffused by that because they're like, Oh, he didn't have to show me the the whites of his eyes, but he did. <laughs> Look at it. And him. is that aggressive? <laughs> what? Showing the whites of your eyes. No, I think it's more because I used to work for a guy that would leave his sunglasses on. It pissed me off. I wanted to headbutt those things right off his face. And this was before I even hated him, actually. Uh, so I just kind of subconsciously took that with me of like, oh, when I talk to a customer, I need to make sure I take my sunglasses off, even if it's like the beaming sun outside. People like seeing your eyes. <laughs> yeah, they do. And that's your hack for today, your people hack. <laughs> Want to make people like you? Wear sunglasses all the time and then take them off. <laughs> nah, I don't think they'll like that <laughs> mm. in my office job. <clears throat> that, that's exactly. Like, I'm too cool for school. Here's the thing, Beth. What you need to do in the office is wear your sunglasses inside, but don't take them off for everybody. Just mm -hmm. like one or two people will be like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then take them off, put them up on your head and be like, yeah, da, 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 da. And then the other person comes up to try and talk to you. Sunglasses back on. Anyway, what were you saying, Melinda? <laughs> Melinda. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so what else do you have? I got nothing. Do you want to trivia it up or do you have something? No, let's do the trivia. Do it. Give me the card. Give it. <clears throat> and this is some good old 90s trivial pursuit. What year do you have? I have the year 1992. 
So Okay, so definitely not going to get any of those. It's going to be a real rousing episode of <laughs> trivia with the untrained eye. <laughs> yep. And uh, I am 1994. Famously, the mid to early 90s are terrible questions that have mostly to do with politics. So we'll see. I'm going to go ahead and turn your thing down now. All right, it's off anyway. Um, excuse me. So, here we go with trivia. It's happening right now. Beth, what movie was Spike Lee criticized for urging children to skip school to see on the day it opened? Hey, that is definitely coming through on the recording. Okay, sorry. I don't know why she can't take the freaking hint that I'm not answering the call, and I've already declined it four times. Uh, anyway, sorry about that, everyone. Okay, so is it Malcolm X? It is Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to be... Uh, uh, Annoyed and right. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to have your cage rattled and then be like, oh, is it this? Is it the right one? Is it the exact right thing? I am Malcolm X. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> All right, well, I would have said do the right thing, by the way, because I thought that would be a hilarious, like, skip school to see do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of some other movies. <sighs> what rapper was fined $10,000 for torching the mansion of her NFL star boyfriend, Andre Reason? I would not call this woman a rapper, but is it... Well, she was the rapper of the group. Lisa Left Eye Lopez? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she uh, end up killing herself, too, I think? I don't or know. Dying? I know she died, but I don't know if she killed herself. I don't know, man. Uh, so, Beth, what evangelist attracted 900 participants in AOL's most visited chat event in 1992? This is the one I've ever heard of. Yes. He's the. He is. Is it Kenneth Copeland? No. Before. Uh, what's that guy's name that everybody hates, rightfully? Uh. He's the super mega church guy, Osman. No, Joel Osteen. Okay. Uh, he was the Joel Osteen before Joel Osteen. He was known throughout the land. He was. He even had a cracker named after him. A cracker. Mm-hmm. Is it still? It's still in use to this very day. You might even put a piece of chocolate and marshmallow on it and toast it over the fire. Billy Graham. Billy Graham is correct. <laughs> okay, I would have never gotten that. <laughs> is that Graham Cracker thing true? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's true now. <laughs> okay, what computer company was 10 years old before opting to license clones from companies like Radius and Power Computing? Computing. Uh, Microsoft. Incorrect. Is it Linux? It is incorrect. Is it... Apple, iOS, whatever it was called, Macintosh. Close. Apple. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> Just Apple. <laughs> it's old Mr. Macintosh himself. Blank check. What yeah. movie gives Jack Nicholson the chance to yell at Tom Cruise, you can't handle the truth? A few good men. Turns out the early 90s aren't so bad after all, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first time you've gotten at least the first half of the questions right. Well, I didn't do it without any hints. <laughs> what epic drama did Ted Turner pick to launch his Turner Classic Movies Network? 
Dallas, the movie. Ooh, I knew it. Is it The Wizard of Oz? No. Is it Flash? Oh, that is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, is it it that uh, Chariots of Fire? No. Is it in that realm, though? Like old movies? Yeah. I mean, it's Ben-Hur? No. Is it Ben-Hur? It's not that type of movie. Is it Last Action Hero starring Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. And Kid to be Determined. It's an epic <laughs> drama. An old, epic Casablanca drama. No. You've Got Mail. No. Uh, is it Sleepless in Seattle? Old. Is it? It wasn't made in 94. Is it? That's just when he. The was Treasure of the thing. Sierra Madre. No. Is it a Humphrey Bogart movie? It is not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it Rope, the Alfred Hitchcock movie? No. Is it Rear Window? It is not. Is an it an Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock movie? It is movie? not an Alfred Hitchcock movie. <laughs> Whose movie is it? Tell me that. I don't Do you know. know. All right. What? Any hints besides rom-com or whatever you said? Did I say rom-com? I don't know what you said. I think you said romantic epic no, or something. No, I said what? It is a romance. What epic drama did Ted Turner pick to launch his Turner Classic Movies Network? They may have shown you this in school. Well, I watched it at school. The Hobbit. Uh, The Lord of the Rings. No. Come on, son. Titanic. No. What? (laughs) What what, what year was Titanic made? Turner Classic Movies. It's not going to be a movie that was made in the 90s. (laughs) Think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These are not good hints. I need to know. I need a better hint. Give me something. Go. All right. The woman's name is a color. The color purple. No. Uh, wait. The woman's name is a color. Fried green tomatoes. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you the answer? <laughs> Batteries not included. Because I'm tired of these guesses. <laughs> wait. What's it? what? year do you think the movie is from tell me that the actual movie not no idea but i could google it if that helps <laughs> okay just tell me the name of it and i'll imdb it real quick <laughs> tell you the name of the movie yeah no wait is it would it be in black and white uh i don't remember if it's in black and white or if it it's if it's in color it's like right after they started using color oh is it a modern it was made in 1939 modern times no starring charles chaplin that would have been a good one but that is incorrect is it starring charles chaplin it is not it's it's a talkie (laughs) (laughs) he talkied once the last one yeah well um any other i would say it was in the western uh genre John Wayne rides again. There was a plantation. Is there a John Wayne in it? There is not. Is there a Clint Eastwood in it? No. Man, is it? I don't know. Just tell me. I'm going to be so mad, I feel like. The first letter is a G. The Great Gatsby. No. I don't know. (laughs) Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. I would have never gotten that. (laughs) Sorry. The lady's name is a color. I don't. I've never. (laughs) Scarlet (laughs) O'Hara. The only thing I know about that movie is, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, I guess I should have said that. Is nothing. I don't know. I've never seen it. I have no interest in it. It's a 73 hour movie. I don't want it. (laughs) Yeah. 
Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it at school. I told you. Oh, that's crazy. They would never show us that at school. They would be like, this is public school. Yeah, I was in public school also. Well, maybe they just didn't know there were three-hour movies they could have... uh... I think I watched it in social studies, maybe. That's hilarious. (laughs) Watched it over a few days. Nothing is funnier than watching a movie not about social studies than watching... Hey, uh, listen, we're going to show you this movie about, uh, uh, what is it, world geography and governments. It's called uh, that movie with Charlie Chaplin and as Hitler. It's pretty much how government works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what mo- nope. What malt beverage marketed by Coors capitalized on the clear craze of the early 90s? Zima. Ooh. It is Zima. <laughs> wow. I forgot. I miss Zima by this much, and I always wanted to try it. Oh, man. I wish they would bring Zima back for one run. I tried it. <laughs> was it good? No. Nah. Was it just clear I mean, beer? <laughs> no, it didn't taste like beer. Like, I thought, I mean, I could be wrong because it was a long time ago, but it seems like it was like more like a Mike's Hard Lemonade or something like that. I was a St. Ides guy. If there was St. Ides around, I was drinking that. <laughs> was it colored? Like, did, was it like green? Or? It was disgusting. It was like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was. It had crazy colors and flavors. Okay. And you could drink a bunch of it. Because like, I always thought that looked like mouthwash. <laughs> I don't even remember it tasting very good, but I remember we could get it. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who did Rosie Daly cook for before in the kitchen with Rosie became the fastest selling cookbook ever? What? Ronald Reagan. No. President Bush, the first Bush. Is it a president? No, but it's somebody who did endorse a president. Elizabeth Warren. No. <laughs> Bernie Someone Sanders. Someone who endorsed a black president. Joe Biden endorsed a black president? Mm-hmm. Oprah. Correct. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes if you think about it, you can get the right answer, DJ. Beth, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. What Nebraska senator predicted George Bush would crack open Bill Clinton like a soft peanut? Is it someone I've ever heard of? Yes, but I don't think it's someone you would ever guess. Like, and again, this just goes to show that politicians are the biggest nerds. And this is why everyone voted for Trump. Because we had politicians that said things like, you're going to crack open Bill Clinton like a soft peanut. Yeah. A soft peanut. Do people struggle with dry peanuts? I mean, they're not as good as boiled. I mean, everybody knows that, but I have a bag of hot peanuts that are still in the shell. Yeah. And they're delicious. And you know what? I'll eat them all. I'll eat them all right now. I mean, those were good, but it just seemed like a lot of trouble for not much peanuts. But give me some initials or a clue or something. Uh, Bob. <laughs> Bob Dole. <laughs> Okay, well, the first name is Bob, and the last name is not Dole. (laughs) Bob. But it starts with a K. 
And I've heard of him. Some would say he might have had a son named Drew. Carey? Yes, but with a K. <laughs> Bob Carey? I don't know who that is. Yeah, he was somebody's running mate, uh, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe he was running for president. I don't remember. What beefy German had been called the only world leader who can out-eat Bill Clinton? I'm sorry. Say that one more again. All right. What beefy German had been called the only world leader who can out-eat Bill Clinton? So he's a beefy German person who can eat more than Bill Clinton. A beefy German man. Can I tell you something, Beth? I don't know anything about Germany other than they had Nazis there. If yeah. it's not Adolf Hitler, I don't know <laughs> who it is. Like his first name sounds like headgear. His name is Helmet Helmet Schnitzel. Helmet is correct. And Helmet. Helmet. <laughs> He's a real dog from hell and His last name starts with a K. Kerb Beefenstein. And Let's see. Kerfuffle. His name it's is a, like, Helmut Kerfuffle. It sounds like a source of energy. Helmet Kelvin. No. Nope. Helmet Kelsius. <laughs> no. Helmut. Like, wh- where do we get energy from? Gasoline. For, like, electricity. Helmet Kassan. Nope. Helmet Kutri- Kudam. It's Wait, like- Helmet Kud. Tico. Uh. <laughs> and for people who don't live here, <laughs> that's our electric company. Um, no, but where do, how do they make the energy? Helmet turbines. No. Helmet could windmills. Like it's the raw ore. Helmet could fire. Helmet could wood. Helmet could metal. Could... It's not could and then something it's... Canada. <laughs> no. Like it's something that shit is dying. Like the industry is dying. Helmet kabuggy whips. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'll never get it. Helmet coal. Coal. <laughs> but it's not spelled like coal. It's K-O-H-L. <laughs> Oh, fun. Mm. Beth, whose album, (laughs) The Chronic, slowed down the 90s like The Matrix, according to Chuck D? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is correct. He's the only doctor other than Pepper that you need to listen to about anything. All right, I have one more. No. What magazine no doubt disappointed millions by falling, I'm sorry, failing to select a sexiest man alive in 1994? People? Time? Correct. People? People. Time people? People only. People time. So I think I won this round. Uh, yeah, you resoundingly won this round. I'm sure everyone died in the middle of me saying kerfuffle, kerbubba, katiko, katiko, kool, 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 klansman, Sorry, black kaka klansman. Okay, that's safer. Black kaka. Oh, Bethany, what else? Is there anything else you want to tell anybody before we leave today? Mm, not really. I'm glad to be wisdom? back home, even though I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, dude, t- next week is going to suck all the balls. <laughs> I think it'll be all right, hopefully. 
I mean, at least you're going back to the normal thing. I got to cover somebody's route. That, yeah. Well, I bet that's what someone felt like <laughs> with me last <laughs> week. Because I was out. Jesus. Someone had to come to where I was working and cover for me. Yeah, but at least they only had to do it for a week. Yeah. I got to do it for two weeks straight. Ugh. Sorry. I might be ignoring social media next week because I'll be looking at my GPS most of the time, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. And we got to file our taxes. Woohoo. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have to do that till April. But we'll do it. Put it off. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, right. that's basically all I got because I didn't, I didn't listen to any podcast this week. Because where I was, I didn't have a good signal. All right, I'm going to see real quick, because I always think of doing this, and I never remember until after we're done. Just checking. I mean, I feel like everything is going to be Kobe, but checking to see if there's any kind of extra. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at, too, and everything basically was Kobe. Yeah, uh, let's look at what trending on Twitter. Kobe, Royal Rumble, RIP Mamba, Grammys, Mamba Feet Forever, Black Mamba, Vanessa, that's his wife, rest in peace. Rick Fox and Lana. Those are the top 10 trending things on Twitter right now. Is that the most interesting part of the show? No, it's not. Uh, Beth is shaking her head yes. Yes, it is. Sorry. That was the most interesting part. Yeah. Second most interesting part is go to Cullah.com slash 2020 and check out some free music and consider back in the fool. Back that fool. He's throwing caution to the wind, and he's putting everything on his music. And I say that's foolish like a fox. Okay, so Do what sly. you love. <laughs> <laughs> do what you love, Beth. Love what you do. That's what they say. And if you want to see somebody do that and help them on that quest to do what they love and love what they do, Cullah.com slash 2020, C-U-L-L-A-H is how you spell that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to donate, that's cool. Just go and listen to some free music. You can do that. It's possible with your ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Beth says it's true, so it must be true. It is. Uh, and I think that's it, ladies and gents. But uh, it's been fun. Beth, I salute you. All right. At ease. Thanks. <laughs> Did not get the return salute. But, uh, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. Check us. uh, Make us feel good. And I've decided that I would like us to... You don't have to leave us a review. But what you do need to do is subscribe to the show on whatever you're listening to. And if you know someone who listens to podcasts but doesn't listen to our show, or maybe they do. Or maybe they don't listen to podcasts at all. Just download a podcast thing and subscribe. Do that for me. That is how I'm going to count. Not favorites, not likes, not downloads. It's going to be subscribers. That's how I'm going to uh, count my worth. So, I'm just saying. It's all up to you now. Am I going to be worth nothing or everything? You should just end it. <laughs> Beth, I don't just come. Was that terrible? Yeah.
Uh, Your pep talk sucks. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Just kidding. Sucks all the way out loud. Uh, so yeah, do your part, <laughs> buy a subscriber bond and subscribe today. All right. Anyway, whatever. Thank you all for listening so very much. We will see you next Tuesday. See ya. Climate change activist, activist Vanessa Nakate, N-A-K-A-T-E, however you would say that. Oh, probably like Larence. Larynx. Probably Larence. <laughs> probably Lawrence. Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> How do you see it? <laughs> Larynx. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa Larynx said she was invited <laughs> to attend. <laughs>